Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Williams Project podcast. This is episode 99, and today you're going to witness a live management debate of where we are going to open our Philippines office. So, exciting episode today. We have a indecisive... Blair and I are very rarely indecisive, um, but we have been indecisive on this topic. And we thought, what could be better than to show the listener us actively working through a proper management dilemma? So I'll give you a little bit of framework. Blair, feel free to jump in at any time if you think that part of my framing's incorrect. So essentially, at Williams Corporation, we need more labour. We need a horrendous amount of labour to achieve our goals. And a lot of that labour is digital. So it could be drafting, it could be design, it could be support, um, sending customers information, etc, etc, etc. So it is labour that can be done outside of New Zealand and Australia where we're currently developing. So then the first thing is, well, where do you do that labour if it's going to be outside of New Zealand? And we've decided the Philippines for a number of reasons. Main reason is a average Filipino worker is about 25% the wage of an average Kiwi or Australian worker, so you have a direct cost saving. Um, It seems to be a country with very strong English-speaking abilities and very polite, kind natures, so they're lovely, lovely people to deal with. Um, They seem to have similar values as far as law and societal structure to the countries we're familiar with, like New Zealand and Australia. And the time zone functions very, very well. They're about four hours behind most of our offices. So you have half a day working without them, half a day transition period, and then they continue working on into the night. Now, we already have three client assistants in the Philippines, and we have about five, maybe six, um, architectural slash drafting support, something like that. So we, we already have about 12 staff for the sake of the story. And what we've decided to do is actually have a proper functioning office. So the office is going to be a proper Williams Corporation office where people arrive to work every day. We go there, we visit them, we help them, we train them, we build our culture and we win. So we have decided on the Philippines and we've decided we're going to make an office of approximately 40 to 60 people. And the decision that needs to be made, I might hand over to you, Blair. So do you want to explain the decision we're now making? Yeah, so like I said, we've sort of figured out our why, why we want to go to the Philippines. Um, the biggest issue is there's two main places we could do, which is one is Manila. Um, so Manila is Manila is the largest city of the Philippines. It's about, what, a million people there? No, it's double. It's roughly, it's, I think it's roughly two million in Manila and one million in the next one. Yeah, sorry, other way around. Yeah, so Manila's two million. Um, and Manila's sort of like your really typical intense Asian hub as far as like very busy, a lot of congestion, to a degree a bit of pollution, a lot of like power lines everywhere and sort of all a bit chaotic. <laughs> the chaos, times. which is Asia. Yeah. But then at the same time, that goes, you've got the most people for employment. Um, you've sort of got better access, which is kind of our sticking point, why our brains kind of keep coming back to Manila of, you can fly there direct from Australia and sometimes direct from Auckland. And mm. if not, it's only a very short, about a one hour 20 flight direct from Singapore, leaving every hour. Very similar to how you could fly to Christchurch, Auckland or Wellington every hour in New Zealand. So you sort of go, Manila's 
the largest city, 2 million people, easier for us to transit there. Um, and lots of like office space, sort of corporate infrastructure. There's like um, a lot of American companies have offices there. A lot of sort of other European businesses have done what we are already doing in Manila. The alternative is Cebu. Now Cebu's about, was it what, another hour and a half to two hours away from Manila. Yeah, and you normally, as a rough rule of thumb, you have to fly to Manila, then fly to Cebu. So, sorry, just yeah. to, sorry to butt in, Blair, but big picture, we've decided we're going to open an office in Philippines, and we're now in the process of deciding between two cities. One is Manila, one is Cebu, and Blair's giving you a framework of the two cities. Yeah, so then Cebu is kind of like comparing Auckland to Christchurch, in a sense it's about half the size, and I know that Auckland's obviously more than double Christchurch for the sake of the story. It's harder to get to as far as, like Matthew said, you have to transit through Manila most of the time to get to Cebu. Um, but then the benefit of Cebu is you do have sort of less congestion, generally lower wages because it's less of a um, super city like Manila is. And it is a beautiful place. If you Google image Cebu, Philippines or Manila, Philippines, Cebu's got the white sandy beaches, the mountains... Mm. Your office buildings are sort of half an hour away from the city. And you've also got a lot of universities where the thought process is people go to university to study and then they will generally be set up there and stay there if there is employment. But then the dilemma we face is it'll be harder for us to visit. And is there going to be as many people to employ because the population's half the size? Yeah, so this is how I see the discussion, right? Manila, from a, a capitalism point of view, a capitalistic ease of business, is the right option. It's easy for senior management to fly there. There's regular flights and comfortable flights. You're talking about big planes with nice business class. Management can get from our New Zealand and Australian office and Singapore office there very simply. Boom, big tick. You then have a big population where then, in theory, it is easiest in that population to find the talent we need. If we're looking for architects, if we're looking for client assistants, if we're looking for designers, everyone we're looking for, because there is a bigger population in Manila, it is going to be easier to find those people. If you have a pool of 20 engineers, it's going to be easier to find a really, really awesome engineer than it is in a pool of 10 engineers. So the raw capitalistic components say Manila. Now, the the intangible, this is how I'm framing the problem in my head, Cebu, as Blair says, is beautiful. It is cheaper to live in and it is easier to live in as far as transiting to work. You're talking about lower crime. You're talking about all sorts of things that make your life better. And so there is a, a livability for our staff over there. There is a loveliness for us when we arrive in the city that are factors that are taken into consideration. So I'm mentally sitting at, say, uh, 60% Manila because of the, the financial component and uh, 40% Cebu because of that part of my soul. So then <laughs> I, I joke to Blair, I'm like, I think the only way to do this is to flip a coin and let the gods decide. Um, but what other factors What other factors are there for you in making this decision, Blair? Well, I suppose it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you do only live once and you want to work places you enjoy. And part of me goes, 
Manila's great because it's just easier to get to where I can fly direct there ideally or it's a much shorter flight from Singapore and I'm there, I'm set up, I'm not doing the whole another transit we've already flown from Christchurch to Auckland to Singapore to Manila to then to Cebu and you're just kind of over it before it's begun. And the other hand is just going back to that, you look at Google Images and go, if I go to two weeks at a time in the Philippines, do I want to be in a sort of more of a concrete jungle hotel with lots of traffic around me or sit in by the infinity pool at the Sofitel after work in 33 degree heat with the margarita? And then it's like, economically Manila probably makes more sense, probably save money in flights, potentially maybe get a better office, maybe be able to employ more people. But then the quality of life seems so good in Cebu, I feel like you should be able to get still get really skilled work probably people that are quite settled and aren't as wanting to move around as much kind of like when you generally kind of it's it's not a tangible example but it's from our experience i would say recruitment is easier in christchurch for example than auckland no idea why which it shouldn't be reason it is based on less people yeah based on reading a marketing salaries are a bit lower that shouldn't be the case Generally, it's easier to find skilled labour, and generally, loyalty is quite good as well. And I'm yeah. not sure if maybe it's a quality of life where people go, I have a reasonable quality of life here, I'm happy. When Auckland people go, God, I have to sit in traffic and commute, and God, I really need to upgrade my house because I can't afford a good enough one. So you're constantly trying to chase that next step in your capital sort of world. Whereas I kind of picture that like Manila and Cebu, as in Manila, they go, God, I've worked for Williams Corp for two years. I've now got some great skills. I've saved up some good money. So I'm going to go work for some Goldman Sachs American firm that we're just obviously going to always be on a slightly different wavelength to. And then Cebu, it's like, I feel like you'll get people and be like, God, I'm looked after. They're so nice to me. I'm super happy where I am. I've got a great family. I'm going to work here for the rest of my life. Yeah, well, I was messaging someone on Instagram. So I put up a story about this. And to the listeners, we take you seriously. Like when I put up a story and you give me feedback, I really include this in our business making decisions. I, we, I have, because I'm talking about my personal social media, but we have some amazing people that follow us. And I'm not saying this to piss in the pocket of the listeners. Um, we, and someone said to me, he ran a big recruitment company out of Manila. And they actually moved to a little town that was 40 minutes out of Manila for the staff's livability because the cost of living went down significantly, the commute to work was a lot easier and the livability went up massively. So I think Manila, for those that haven't been through Asia, I love the chaos of Asia. When you're in a big city, whether it be Bangkok, Manila, I love it. I'm I'm very much an extrovert and I love big cities. I love people. I love everything about it, but I can see how it drains you. I can see how it wears people down and I can see how it adds difficulty and complexity to life that some people don't want. So I'm one of the worst people to be in this discussion because I'm probably slightly aspergious. Um, I love big cities and lots of people. And so I, I sympathize less with the livability component. But then, as I said earlier, you got the wee niggle in your soul the wee yeah. poke where normally I would just put my foot down and I would say, this is the right thing economically for the business. We are not having a discussion, but I haven't. And so then I have to ask myself, well, why didn't I? There must be something, there's some data that I can't quite put my finger on that's saying, go with the nice place. 
go with the place where and, things are all lovely. And there's also like, we're not quite like when we say like Manila's super chaotic, typical Asia, and Cebu sort of like your white gold and sand. We're not comparing like Auckland to Rarotonga. <laughs> if you look up Manila and Cebu CBD, Cebu's got the skyscrapers, it's got heaps of buildings, it's got the shops, it's got the markets, got all that. So it's more, it's just less full on Asia, but still probably way more full on than what you compare a Christchurch Wellington or Auckland to be as far as like scale, scope, congestion, and everything. And that's where I'm siding towards Cebu. Yeah, and would you, um, with Cebu, would you say that, like, it's still it's it's still a big big Asian city? And what happens is when you fly there, I've I've um, spent time in the Philippines. I went to, I flew to a, an island called Palawan, and I stayed at this little town called El Nido. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation sorry to the the filipino listeners i don't mean to Uh, but when you get into those smaller areas of the philippines they are beyond beautiful like absolutely divine places it was probably one of my favorite holidays but yeah i'm 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 with you blair i i think cebu is the decision and, and the reason i think it's the decision is because i haven't had the urge the fact that we haven't made it when there seems to be a more clear economic decision, I think there's something in your soul. And this is the like weird... The, the gut feel. Yeah, the gut feel. And this is the funny part about business, right? Business is an art, not a science. And also, the other thing the listeners need to be aware of, whatever decision we make is right. If we decided to set up in Manila, that would be the right decision. And yep. we would be there. Yep. And we'd have a successful office and we'd have a great team and we'd fly there and we'd love it and that would be the right decision. So we are having a discussion about two right answers and there's a lesson here and the lesson is most decisions you make in business don't really matter. What matters is making the decision. People who don't make decisions fail. There will be very, very few decisions where if you make the wrong, I'm doing um, earmarks, the wrong decision, your business will fail. Very, very rarely. And like you said, it's about making the decision. Otherwise, we could have go back and forth for three months being like, we're still decided in doing think tanks and this, this, and this, and paying pro- professionals to tell us where we should have our office. And like I said, either option's not right or wrong. All right, so, so order in the court. Tip, tip. Judge Matthews presiding. Um, hopefully you guys can hear a tap or else it's not very dramatic. We are opening a Williams Corporation office in Cebu. Yeah, done the gut Decided. Done the gut feel, done. How good. And if you are a Filipino <laughs> that wants the job, <laughs> slide into our DMs. Um, and or if you live in Philippines, it doesn't actually matter what race you are. I'm just assuming that Filipinos live in the Philippines. Um, (laughs) all right on that note (laughs) oh we appreciate you guys we love doing these podcasts it really means the world to us Um, if we added value to your day please share it with one like-minded friend if we added a lot of value to your day actually please give us a rating on the platform that you watch it preferably five stars you guys are legends have a great day thanks very much let's catch you later